The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 104, Monday, June 2nd, 2008. I am Rob. And I'm Greg, (laughs) I think. (laughs) This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, and we are at the 19th Street and Broadway AMC Lowe's movie theater in New York City. With no air conditioning. We're oh. occupying the handicapped seating. Yeah, we're... <laughs> so otherwise can't fit in this place. Uh, and we are seeing Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And afterwards we will do our review. Review! Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Alright, I am Rob. Greg, I'm here with Greg. Yes. And we are in Manhattan, New York City, on 19th Street and Broadway. We're at the AMC Lowe's movie theater, and we just saw Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and it is time for our review. Actually, this is the second time you saw it, right? Yeah. Well, I I saw it the first time, and... In New Jersey, yes. Well, it doesn't matter where I saw it, but... And then immediately afterward, there's, there's... there's been this like fervor of uh, craziness, just a ton of nitpicking and people complaining about the CGI, complaining about the musical score, complaining about the plot. Who's complaining? Critics? No! Fans on message boards. Because <laughs> the critics thought it was pretty good. Yes, the, critically it's been uh, very well uh, acclaimed. Even the angry video game nerds seem to like it. But... Uh, it's, all right, so the, after the first time you saw it, what was your impression? After the first time? My impression was... Again, my impression it was it was a very good movie. I think there was a lot of things that were... A lot of pl- there were some plot holes, some things that I wouldn't have done. They were a little over the top of the CGI with a few things. Um, my biggest concern was... Not even how I felt about the movie now would be... Look, I the first three movies I have probably watched more than any other movies <laughs> that, that, that have ever been made. Yeah. So my concern was, will this... Will I even, like, watch this movie again? That was more of my... That was my biggest concern. Was Well, you did. No, no, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> once it's on DVD or anything, will I just keep watching it and watching it and watching it? Yeah. That was my concern. I guess my answer to that is, I don't know. After the first time. Yeah. Even after the second time, not 100% sure. You know, but... um, Well, after seeing it again, like, you know, five, six days later, do you like it better? Do you think, like, ah, you know what, that wasn't that good? I still think the main point of contention long-term will be the... The, the difference because everybody's comparing this movie to the previous three the main difference which were made in the 1980s yes I mean the first one was made in 1981 that was 27 years ago so the, the main point of contention that they're, that they're I think they're just going to live on is the 
difference in the obviously in the effects right is is one thing it, it's obviously a big difference and also the whole concept of using aliens and um dogs walk past us extraterrestrial no no not extra no the, the whole concept of aliens as the creators of the human race of the vis, you know visitors in the prehistoric past and you know that kind of stuff well when was the third one made 1989 so what about the actors and everyone uh, you know steven spielberg coming back to it 19 years later do you think that the the people looked like oh yeah they, they were just doing this yesterday or was it like oh wow they're they're not used to this it's been 19 years well he he did spielberg did shoot it on film well, i guess 35 millimeter film the same as the other one so it wasn't he didn't shoot it digitally no but i mean like Most, did harrison ford it was like oh yeah he's back he, he, you know it's just like yesterday or was it like oh he it's it's uh he doesn't look comfortable or something no no, no. Going into this movie, over the past number of months, the biggest worry I had was, is Harrison Ford going to look ridiculous? Is he going to look too old? Um, that was the big concern. But you never, ever, ever, in, in watching this twice now, ever get the even the inkling that this guy is 20 years older than the last time he did a character. You never, ever get that inkling at all. Um, there's not even that many what I would consider cringe moments, you know, where you just look at it, you just kind of like cringe, like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think he looked old. Me? I didn't think he looked too old. No. I thought he seemed fine. I thought he did a good job. No. And and Shia La, LaBeouf, LaBeouf, La, whatever his name is, LaBeouf. Yeah. I mean, he did very well. You know. And even Karen Allen. I mean, somebody that never acts anymore. She came back for, you know, she was in the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, came back wow. as the same character in... 27 years later? Yeah, and actually looked pretty good. She wasn't in the other two? No. Wow. They had a different girl in each one. That was another thing that people were Playing the same character or playing no, a different no. character? different characters. That was another thing everybody was complaining about was, oh, there was no love scenes. No love How scenes. could there be a love scene? They're in the middle of the, you know, the... Well, the temple and all. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess they expected it. It wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have fit in anywhere. Yeah. And again, I just want to point While we were watching this movie... Let me see if I have my list here. While we were watching this movie, I was whispering little things at, at Rob <laughs> at each point where all these, you know, all these, these, these fans went ballistic about. And each time I did it, what was your reaction? I mean, were you, like, agreeing with them, or are you just like... No, no well, you... arguing about You have a Stupid. list of things that the fans on the Indiana Jones message boards complained about or picked apart. They did... They used CGI prairie dogs in the beginning, and they had the prairie dogs watching something was going on, and they got... One of them got scared, ran back in the hole. They were complaining about that. I... Th I it was fine. I thought it didn't look fake it didn't look well they complained that it was too much George Lucas he wants everything to be kitty now and well, it, they, they it was light-hearted it was comic relief they literally what's wrong with that they literally were comparing the prairie dogs and those monkeys on the vines to Jar Jar Binks <laughs> I mean come on I don't know you know Jar Jar Binks didn't bother me that much oh come on 
No, but as someone who didn't really see the original trilogy, just like with Star Wars, right? When I went in to see The Phantom Menace, that was pretty much the first Star Wars movie I really saw from beginning to end. Which is absurd. Well, maybe it's absurd, but I thought it was pretty good overall. And again, having not seen the original Indiana Jones movies, I saw this one and I thought it was really good. Overall, at the end, maybe the last 10 minutes got completely ridiculous and pointless, but overall, I thought it was really good. I I, I think the biggest... And it was funny. There were a lot of funny parts. And you're right. The biggest thing was that Alien, when the skeletons are combining with each other into the main alien, and then the alien, like, looks at her and makes her head explode. Uh, The Russian woman. Yeah. The CGI alien was completely out of place. The other stuff you could probably get away with, but the thing that it wasn't alien was completely it out wasn't of just place. out of place because the CGI looked weird or it looked bad. I mean, yeah, it did look weird, but it was out of place because it made no sense <laughs> compared to the rest of the movie. It was like, wait a minute, all of a sudden now there's an alien burning people it and then was, it flies away. That whole scene was an just om- out of nowhere. Because that whole scene was an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end. The guy Belloc opens the the ark, says whatever he's saying, and he expects some like power of God, to, like that's going to give him the power of God. But what happens is it backfires, and God destroys him. Ah. So this is the same kind of a thing. She she wanted the power of the alien, but it was too much, and it destroyed her. Which is fine. I mean, I'm <laughs> fine with that. It's just the visual. Yeah, but, but wait the a minute. They could ridiculous. Yeah. They could have made the alien they could have just left the various alien skeletons there, you know? Yeah. And just have like their skulls light up or something and then have the power come from that. They didn't have to actually literally make them turn into aliens. You know, I don't want to start nitpicking now, but overall the movie was really good. Especially towards the beginning, there was a scene with, um, uh, like a motorcycle chase scene. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. And they're driving through the library and everything. That was really good. Oh, yeah, I love the, the beginning. The whole 50s era is really what I was looking forward to most about the movie. Yeah, is that, it the Macho Man? <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that really looked like like a homeless version <laughs> um, more hair than the Macho Man yeah the part where he's in the that nuclear test site uh, uh, yeah, mock I, town they were scr- that was funny that was funny but they were st- they kept screaming about how could he survive a nuclear explosion come on it, this is completely ridiculous <laughs> it's a movie it's light heart you know, this isn't a documentary like uh an inconvenient truth or something. Uh, it's Indiana Jones. It's, I know, they kept screaming, oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, refrigerators didn't have lead in them in 1957. They never did. I'm like, come on. It- oh, yeah, and you were saying that when they were at that, when they were at the science lab, the, the people on the message boards were picking it apart because they said they didn't have LED displays yes. back in 1957. The LED was, I believe it was, according to them, it was invented in 1962. It was probably true, but it's a movie. Yeah. Come on, it's a movie. Yeah. 
and um, you know, so they were screaming about that. Uh, what else? And what else is on the list? Now we're gonna pick apart the fans picking apart the movie. <laughs> I think the biggest thing was well, obviously the mo the part where he's swinging from vines <laughs> like Tarzan. All right, yeah, when Shia LaBeouf uh, was swinging on the vines like Tarzan, yeah, I, that that was a little silly. That was, but again, it didn't ruin it for me. No. No. I mean, it was funny. You know, the monkeys thought that he looked like them because his pompadour looked <laughs> right. like their hair. Uh, right, right. All right, fine. It's they goofy. Had a, they had a, you know, again, I didn't see the old movies, but just from hearing what you say and seeing the little bits and pieces that I've seen and from what I know about them, they had little nods to the previous movies here and there, like the picture of Sean Connery on the desk. Yes. Um, and, and, and then uh, Indiana Jones used the word intolerable. That's what Sean Connery kept saying. <laughs> this is intolerable. Right, right. I don't know, see, Matt, now I want to see the old three ah, movies. How could you have never seen just despicable? Well, it's, it's never too late, right? Better late than never. No. Indiana Jones 4, I recommend it. What do you say? Oh, I definitely recommend it. Of course. No questions, that one I recommend, as I said in episode 103, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's funny. I don't know, what else is out right now? I know Sex and the City just oh came out. There's a whole God. bunch of women lined up for that. And did you notice they like all... They, what time is it? It's like four in the afternoon. They all were dressed up in like evening wear to go see this stupid <laughs> movie. It's like... What? I mean, the Star Wars geeks got trashed because they would show up at Star Wars movies and dress as Star Wars characters. Yeah. This is just as bad. It is just as bad. And definitely Indiana Jones 4 was way, 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 way better than Star Wars Part 2 and Star Wars Part 3. Yeah. And Part 1. Uh, yeah, Come on. yeah, 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 Come yeah. On. No, part one had some good no. moment. Come on, the pod racing scene it was the worst part. <laughs> I thought that was really well done. It's very exciting. Actually, in retrospect, after especially after the the second one and the third one came out, the Phantom Menace was it's awesome compared to those two. I don't know if I go that far, but compared to those two pieces of garbage, quoting <laughs> Sean Connery, it's more tolerable. That's right. It's right. it's definitely more tolerable. Again, my biggest thing with the, the prequels is now after you know, after screaming about them, um, I I do somewhat accept them. The thing that I cannot accept is Luke is going back and editing the, the original trilogies every time they do a DVD. <laughs> editing. I know that was like Steven Spielberg in ET. Didn't it? Oh, it took the guns out of it. It took the guns out. He, he uh, reanimated E.T. in certain scenes. Oh. Well, yeah, but he didn't change the plot. You know, but, but still, I mean, the, these, the, but these, again, these the, directors I can't, can't move I, on. Ever. I cannot take the second and third Star Wars because of Hayden Christensen. Yeah, he's when the worst. I see him, it makes me cringe. Him and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He wasn't that bad. He only had a couple lines. <laughs> they were bad. Yeah, but they were really, really poor.
poorly acted lines. He's too powerful to let live. <laughs> you know, but again, this movie, no cringe moments really. Oh, well, um, except the alien at the end. Yeah, but even that, I mean, even that, I mean, it was kind of cool looking. It just, I was just scratching my head. I was <laughs> completely confused. Like, where did this come from all of a sudden? That was my impression. When I left the theater after seeing it the first time, I was actually, like, I was just confused. Right. Like, too much had happened. It was just too much. But when you watch it the second time, and I'm sure when it, as it goes to TV, DVD, people are going to watch it more, several more times. They're going to be fine with it. You think when that comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever... You think George Lucas is going to change things and tinker no. with things? He's not the director. He can't. It's not his movie. He's the producer, right? No, he, he will not. He will not. It's Steven Spielberg's movies. They're, he's not going to... He doesn't touch them. So, was that a Lucasfilm or DreamWorks? That was Lucasfilm. They own the rights. See? So, he could do whatever he wants to. Yeah, I know, but he would. He would not do that. <laughs> Maybe it was in his contract. No, you never know with him. He did say that. He's like, I haven't told Stephen or Harrison about this, but I have this idea of a, a mutt for Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> and uh, I have this great... Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, this idea. And, and then we get Harrison in there. And everybody, of course, everybody was screaming about that. I don't know. How would you feel about Shia LaBeouf taking over as Indiana Jones? No, no, he can't be Indiana Jones. Well, Henry III. I know, but he can't be Indiana Jones. Right. New Jersey Jones, whatever. <laughs> what are they going to call him? Mutt Jones? It's absurd. Why can't he have the same nickname? Mutt Jones and the, uh, the, and the Last Crusade? No. <laughs> That's absurd. Yeah. I, if, if they're seriously... Mutt Jones. I would actually welcome a fifth film. I would welcome it. With Shia LaBeouf, though? Sure. But, yeah, I mean, you got to have Harrison Ford in it. He's the main character. He could be the. I mean, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even care if he was like the. You know, the equal. You know, equal to Shia Star. What if he? What if he were in it for like five minutes in the beginning and then he died? No, but but no, that's like the Planet of the Apes sequel. (laughs) Heston was in the beginning and the end. Damn them all to hell! Why was he in the end? Because he had to blow up the atomic bomb (laughs) that killed everybody. Wow. That's why the third, fourth, and fifth Planet of the Apes were prequels. They kept going further back in time. Oh. But, no, he has to be in the entire movie or it's it's not Indiana Well, I Jones. think by the time, if they ever do get their act together and make... Look at how long it took to make uh, part four. If they ever do actually make a part five, he's going to be way too old. I mean, he was on the cusp now. He pulled it off. It was good. Better than Stallone. <laughs> But I think by the time for a fifth one, I think then he would have crossed the threshold eh, do you know into what that, being too do you old. you know what that nutcase Stallone is making next? He's, Don't stop or my mom will shoot oh, too. Oh, God. He's, no, no, no. Ju- uh, what was that? He's directing... Demolition Man no, 2? No, He's directing and starring in a remake of Death Wish. Why? I don't know. Is Charles Bronson still alive? No, he's dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, died like four years ago. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. And then after that, he's doing... After that, he's doing Rambo 5. No. Yes. 
No. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes, confirmed. Wait, he barely pulled off Rambo. But there were so many idiots that paid to see it. That's the problem. Uh, I know. The, the thing is, after 20 years, if a new sequel comes out, yes, people get really excited. They pay to see it. But then if they start churning out sequel after sequel again, then it's just like, oh, this is commonplace. Who cares? Uh, I know, but it's crazy. Uh, Eddie Murphy's supposed to be doing Beverly Hills Cop 4. <laughs> Wait, what is going on with these people? Everybody, it's all the sequel. Everybody's doing sequels. Wait, remember in the 1990s, there was this fad where all of these old, old TV shows were being turned into movies like the Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. the Adams Family. Uh, um, yeah, but those were all like like comic comedies. Right. Now the trend is not turning old TV shows into movies, making sequels of old movies. Yeah. So, what's going on with that? Well, because first they, Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone. They can't do anything original. That's the problem. Actually, a while back, we had interviewed Scott C. Clements for the Scarlet Avenger. And he was influenced by um, the Indiana Jones movies. So I wonder what he thinks about it, about Indiana Jones 4. He's He's probably concocting some huge I told you so at me now. Visit the site, leave a comment, let us know what you thought. I'm Rob, and I'm here with Lauren, and I saw Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with Greg on Friday. What was that, May 30th? Yes. Friday, May 30th, 2008. And that was actually the second time he saw it, the first time I saw it. And then we saw Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull today. Sunday, June 1st, 2008. And it was the second time I saw it, the first time you saw it. So overall, what do you think? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did it live up to your expectations? I liked it. And yeah, I think it lived up to my expectations. I really felt that it it really stayed true to the feel of the older movies. That it was exciting, but it was funny and... It really had that, you know, old, I don't know what it's called, a serial film? Is that what they called them yeah. in the 1940s? Yeah. It really had the feel of those, which all the originals did as well. And I was surprised. I didn't think that Harrison Ford looked that old. Like, no, he looked good, right? Yeah, he looked really good. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. So that was cool. And What about the special effects? or things like that, the computer animation? Did did anything stick out or bother you? Not really. I didn't feel like they went overboard. You know, there were the things with the little groundhogs that for some reason kept popping up and and the (laughs) little monkeys. But um, the one thing that I thought was really cool was the ants 
and how they did that. I thought that that looked really good and it, you know, made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and I thought that was great. And I didn't feel that they went overboard with the special effects. I really felt that it looked like the old movies. Was there too much humor? Or, no, or no, is no, no. Is that normal? No, that's normal for those movies. I mean, it's like Indiana Jones is a klutz. You know, he falls over and runs into things and all that. And that's part of the running joke. He's like this big adventurous guy who does all this great stuff and can fight off all these guys. But at the same time, he can, you know, fall down and get hurt and all that. And it's, and it's funny, you know. And, of course, he's afraid of snakes. And there's a lot of humor in the old movies as well, which... I don't know. It makes it appeal to everyone, I think. It's not just an action film. It's something with these human characters. How did you feel about Shia LaBeouf? I thought he was good. Do you think that at the <laughs> end, when Harrison Ford, you know, when, when, when Indiana Jones gets married to Marion... You shouldn't be saying all this, because what if people are listening to this? and No, come on. Whoever is going <laughs> to... <laughs> Whoever's waiting to see Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull based on the Paunch Stevenson show review is uh is smart. Is non-existent. So <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but what about at the end when Indiana Jones was getting married to Marion and then the wind blew open the doors mm -hmm. and blew Indiana Jones's hat to Mutt Jones or Shia right, LaBeouf's right. character? Do you think that was some foreshadowing? Well, I thought it was. I thought he was going to pick it up and put it on, and then they were going to try and do a whole other series. But I don't know. And I don't know how I would feel about it if it's foreshadowing. I don't know if I want an Indiana <laughs> Jones series with – I don't know if I want a Mutt Jones series. Well, let's say there's an Indiana Jones part five. Uh -huh. Let's say a few years from now. Let's just pretend. Right. Could it still be, and, and let's say Harrison Ford is finally just realistically too old. Right. And Shia LaBeouf takes over. Uh -huh. Could it still be called Indiana Jones Part 5, or would it have to be called Mutt Jones? I mean, if it's not about Indiana Jones, then you can't call it Indiana Jones. But could he get the nickname Indiana? No, because his nickname is Mutt. But all right, what if it's called Indiana Jones 5, The Adventures of Mutt? That sounds kind of stupid. It right? sounds stupid. They shouldn't do it. Don't do it, George Lucas. Listen to <laughs> us. So what did you think about when they were driving through the jungle and Shia LaBeouf was sword fighting oh, that was with great. one leg on one car and one leg on the that other was car? was great. Again, it, it, it's, everything looked very realistic. It didn't look over the top or really super CGI'd, like when they made the new Star Wars movies. Those looked completely, you know, redone and computer animated. Yeah. But this didn't look like that. Everything looked really good. But was it too over the top or was it like, okay, wow, he's really sword fighting there. Wow, that's really cool and, and that's really adding to the adventure and the well, excitement. I allow myself to get lost in movies and totally swept away by them, and I try not to think about special effects and things. So I really was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. He's sword fighting. Because <laughs> I know some people would probably be like, oh, come on. A person could never balance on two cars and sword fight. That's so unrealistic. Well, then those people aren't having fun watching the movie. I got into it. and I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun, and there were so many times my mouth was just wide open watching it, and I was had a big smile on my face, 
and was getting really excited and I let myself get completely into it and I didn't think about any of that stuff because what's the point? You don't even go see the movie if you're going to think that way. Right. You got to go in there expecting things to be a little bit fantastic and over the top and, and you need to just enjoy it. I really liked Kate Blanchett as well. I thought she was great. She just played her part perfectly. I did worry a little bit thinking that <laughs> since I saw these movies when I was a kid and loved them so much, I mean, I had Raiders of the Lost Ark on beta and I used to watch it all the time and, and I worried that I was going to have another Star Wars experience because that's how I was with Star Wars as a kid. And then I saw the new movies and was disappointed with them. They really did not live up to my expectations, but this one, did. I really felt that they did a really great job with it. I liked certain just uh ways that it was directed, like um at the very end, before we even see him, we see his hat. And then we see him put on the hat from the back. You what know, and we Yeah, at the very beginning. And um You said the end. Oh, I meant the beginning. Yeah, the So at the, the beginning we see right? the hat. The shadow. Yeah. And the shadow and we see him put the hat on and that's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. And then even when, uh, when they had captured him at the camp when he's reunited with Marion and Ox and he's sitting behind that screen and behind him is the light so that you can see him because it's like a, a mesh screen. You can see him, but then you see his silhouette on the screen and it's even bigger and it's just a shadow of his head with the hat. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And of course, I think it's great that they brought Karen Allen back. That was great to see them reunited. Now, what's your interpretation of the ending? What happened at the end? They got married. Well, no. All right. Here's my question. <laughs> when they were all inside that temple, right? Oh, okay. The, the first ending. Yeah, the when they were all inside the temple. Right. And Oxley was saying something, and Indiana Jones translated it, and he said, they want mm -hmm. to give him a gift, or they want to give us a gift, right? So, speaking about the aliens. Right. And then, okay, then they all run away, but the woman's like, no, give the gift to me, give the gift to me, and then the right. alien killed her. What right. Kind of, well, why, I almost <laughs> that's wonder... That's the gift? I almost wonder if, if the aliens... Because the gift is is knowledge, like he said. And I almost wonder if it's that they gave her so much. And remember, she was saying, stop, stop, it's too much. I can't handle it. It was too much for a human to handle, maybe. Right. And that's why it killed her. Yeah, and but when the alien came to life, it had this sort of mean look on its face as it was burning the woman's face head off or something yeah i know it did i don't know <laughs> it just didn't make any sense i know it me. was a little bit weird that part i don't know i don't know i think that and i told this to greg too i said maybe they could have had it so that they put the crystal skull back on the one alien skeleton mm -hmm. the 12 other alien skeletons are sitting there around in the room and they could have just made the spaceship reactivate, right? Mm hmm And make the building uh, collapse and all that. They didn't have to literally form together into a, into an alien that comes to life. Right. You know, like, the skeletons sitting in the thrones could have just had 
some sort of magical properties or something like that. Right. Well, I'm actually looking this up online right now. And uh, this person is saying that according to the book, they don't form as one. They are 13 separate alien right. skeletons. But once your mind melds with theirs, you see them all as one. So it was like she was, you know, staring into the eyes and her mind was melding with theirs. And so they all became one in her eyes. To everyone else, oh, wait, they wait, did wait, not, I guess. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm because, just telling you what people said know, in the book. I know. And I'm just telling you that doesn't make any sense because, okay, fine. All of the skeletons meld into one. Except it wasn't a skeleton anymore. It was a real live alien with skin and stuff like that. Right. But I, <laughs> that doesn't, but I think that's just what she saw. And number two, what book? I guess there's a book of it. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Like it was really, really good. It's a fun movie. I recommend it, but that little like 10 minutes at the end just kind of. It's confusing and weird. <laughs> right. But the rest of it's really good. There was, it should be noted that there was an alternate ending written, which can be found in the comic book adaptation of the film. Instead of merging into a single live alien, the th 13 crystal skeletons rose from their th thrones and shot beams of energy from their eyes at the Soviets. So maybe they just knew that the Soviets were evil and that they weren't the ones that stole. I mean, it just, it wasn't, you're right. Well, so I, not... think, I think that would have been a little bit less confusing ending. So anyway, would you recommend it? Yes. The movie? Yes. On a scale from zero to ten, what would you give it? Uh, an eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I would give it, too. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but it was really good. So what other movies coming up this summer are you looking forward mm. to? I want to see Sex in the City. What else? You don't, but that's okay. Um, What's that one? With, well, I want to see uh, the Zohan movie. I think that oh, looks pretty Sandler. funny. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about that in 103. We didn't mention that one. It's Adam Sandler. I think it Sandler. comes out, like, next week. It looks like it could be funny. Yeah, June 6th. Comes out... A few days. And this Friday. Um, of course, Rob Schneider's in it. Of course. Charlotte Ray is in it. Who's that? Oh, my gosh. From the Facts of Life? Uh, Mrs. Garrett? Oh, but that doesn't look like her. It's her. She's old now. Oh, man. Look. Wow. Why does she look like that midget woman from poltergeist now well because she's old anyway i'm looking forward to that and i'm also looking forward to uh to that movie with with um with jack black and and robert downey jr kung fu panda no iron man no you said Ro the robert downey jr the other one with um ben stiller <laughs> i know tropic thunder tropic thunder i want to see tropic thunder yeah that one looks good that's going to be and, funny. And um, yeah, I think I want to see that Benjamin Button movie. No. Are you serious? <laughs> Seriously? No. Maybe one day on TV, but no, I wouldn't go see it. Uh, Get Smart? Well, that might be. Maybe. It might be. Maybe. The Love Guru? Maybe. Maybe. Wally? Wait, what's Wally? That's that computer animated thing. It looks like Short Circuit. 
But I don't know what that is, not. but it's probably going to be really stupid if it's starring Fred Willard and Jeff Garland. Yeah. I love both of them, but they make really <laughs> stupid movies. Hellboy so, 2? Uh, no. The Dark Knight? Yeah, I actually would like to see that. I'm very interested in that. The Long Shots, directed by Fred Durst? Heck no. Step Brothers? Yes. And Tropic Thunder? Yes. yes. Wait, what about Hamlet 2? Yeah, that's... Let's find out when that's coming out? Let's check. All right. That one looks like it'll be funny. Yeah. August. August 27th, 2008, USA. Hamlet 2 starring Steve Coogan. And David Arquette. So I have a question. Okay. For you. Whatever happened to Sarah Michelle Geller? Um, a few years really ago, she was question. in TV shows. She was doing a lot of movies. Well, she got married to Freddie Prince Jr. Well, whatever happened to him, too? Well, I guess they are. Very he used to do a lot of movies too. In their, in their married bliss. I, he had his own sitcom for a little while. That didn't work out very well for him, did it? No, but I'm just saying these people used to work constantly, and now they do nothing. I don't know. Can you type in I'm, I'm looking, Sarah I'm Michelle Geller? Is it Geller or Galar? Geller. All right. Because I think for a little while she was telling people it was Galar. She's crazy. Who do you think's better, Sarah Michelle Geller or Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh God. Who would you rather see in a movie? I guess Sarah Michelle Geller. Nah, I'd say Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm. She's funnier, I think. Oh, she's annoying. Okay, so it looks like Sarah Michelle Gellar has, she was a voice of April O'Neil in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The movie. So that's something. Computer animated. The Grudge, which I guess yeah, was well, two years ago now. No, that was four years no, ago. No, no, no. 2004. Well, The Grudge 2. Yeah. She did that. Um, right, Suburban Girl, ago. whatever that is. And it looks like she's the voice in something called Quantum Quest. What? Um, and then she is so basically nothing. Filming a movie called Veronica decides to die, and another one called Alice. Wait, is that based on the nineteen seventies sitcom? It is based on Alice in Wonderland. It looks like. Oh no 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 not wait! It's a video game movie. No, it's another video game movie based on the computer game American McGee's Alice. I've never even heard of that. I did, well, I used to work at the store, so I know what that is. Jeez. It's like Alice in Wonderland, but a horror version. Wow. 